Welcome to the What's That About podcast. It's a show where we look at the topics and trends that make you raise your eyebrow and ask, eh, what's that about? Today's topic is, why don't you have to wear seatbelts on buses? Okay, so Don, I'm on a car, I'm in a truck, I'm on a plane, I'm wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. Why do I not have to wear a seatbelt on a bus? Okay, basically, school buses are carefully designed on a different transportation and protection model than the average passenger car. So basically, the children are protected like eggs in an egg carton. That's the thing. So they're all tightly packed. Um, They're designed to absorb the impact if a child is thrust forward in a crash. You know, they're close together, the seats are... Supposedly, the seats are high and padded. I don't remember that from when I was at school. That, that The rubber on the yeah. seat was like concrete. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah that wasn't yeah. a nice, gentle... Putting your face into that wasn't nice. No. Yeah. And I think the size of the vehicle, because it's so large, there's just not a lot of give in it. If you get into a crash, it's going to be fairly small, generally. Right. Yeah. So Obviously, if it turns over, that's a different... You know, if it flips or yeah, something, yeah, that's, that's a different, different kettle of fish, fish but... So essentially the seats are designed to cushion impact. So yep. you're spreading your surface area across the high back and the high front. Yeah. So you're kind of spreading that impact and it's like you're in a little protection bubble. So that's the design. That's the theory. That's yeah, the yeah. theory. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's called compartmentalization is yes. the is the term. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So what are the what are the criticisms of that? Well, if you have seat belts, it's safer. It's definitely safer. Now this is all this is all American data, but this is what they're basically saying is that there was a study done by the Alabama State Department of Education and found that it would cost between thirty two to thirty eight million dollars to install seatbelts on all of the state buses, and they're saying it would cost all this money, but it would only save one life. Ah, it's now, interesting. That is a really. That's I'm surprised they came out with that information because they've basically they put, put a, a, a they put a price on someone's life. Wow. Yeah. That's such difficult policy, isn't it? Yeah. It's such difficult policy. So they're saying that bus accidents that result in fatalities to children are so rare, we can actually quantify it. And it's like, essentially, it's going to be this much to implement that seatbelt change. Yep. And you're going to save one life. That's right. Wow. That's really confronting. So, it, yeah. I'm so, that's why I'm surprised they came out with it. You, like, I know policy is probably... This kind of decision making is evident in all policy decisions. But to come out and say it so bluntly and say, you know, we'd spend this money, but we'd still save someone's life, you know, if that's mm. your kid, mm. that's probably still okay. You know, yeah. spend it's it, spend it. Yeah, because the, 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 the advocates that are essentially saying we need seatbelts on buses are often led by parents who have lost a child to a bus crash. Mm. So it's very emotive. Yeah. And they're exactly what they're saying. My child's life is worth more than that. Mm. So you need seatbelts on buses. But I have read stuff from engineers who are saying seatbelts are a model used in cars and cars are less safe than buses. So why would we be looking to mimic their safety technology? Because what we've designed... That's more due to the size, surely. Well, they're saying we've designed buses in such a way that you are safer in a bus than you are in a car. So let's look at that technology as superior. But then they also say because seatbelts pretty much go across the neck and across the vital organs you're actually localizing the pressure points to those zones. So they're actually saying 
Seatbelts are more dangerous because you're essentially not getting that dispersed pressure point when you crash in a bus. You are localizing it to the neck and to the vital organs. So they're saying it's actually more dangerous to have seatbelts. But that's only one camp. Yeah, it's just tricky because you'd probably, if I was in a car, obviously, you know, I'd take my chances having potentially that impact across vital organs as opposed to going through the windscreen and hitting the road. And maybe if you're sitting in a bus, depends where you're sitting, maybe. On yeah, because it's a very complex issue. It yeah. is. It's really, it's really because you, you're, you're mimicking, you're kind of mixing design and cost mm. in, in a policy context. Very tricky. But when you go to YouTube and you look up bus accident, what I see on YouTube does not look like the engineers are describing this compartmentalization yeah, bubble. It sounds Kids like flying everywhere. There yeah, are yeah. poles. They're hitting them. They're hitting through windows. It sounds like the when the the design, the engineers are talking about are like pranks, almost. Not like proper crashes. Yeah. You don't want to be flying around a bus when that's flipping. Right. And things. Yeah. yeah so. so I've read some people say that that compartmentalization protective bubble only works if the kids are all seated nice in a nice and orderly fashion. Yeah. But when kids are leaning over the front seat or twisting around <laughs> the back, that's hazardous. That's when they start spewing out everywhere. Which they do. Which they do. So that's when they say, well, you need seatbelts to try and contain them. Yeah. But then you have the problem of how do you... How do you get bus drivers to enforce seatbelts? That's right. We are bus drivers when we were growing up. <laughs> they couldn't enforce anything. Nah. <laughs> what a job for them. Yeah, yeah. That'd be impossible. The bus, when you're at school, mm. it's like Lord of the Flies, it all is. condensed into this one. It's like everyone got into a small cave and went nuts. Yeah. It was terrible. That's true. That's true. What? I used to love the, the social hierarchy of the bus. Yeah, yeah. Kings were at the back seat. Yeah. The lower lower status people in the front dunny seat, yeah, and everyone else in between. Yeah, that was a was... clear social hierarchy. There. Did you enjoy the bus ride home? Hated it. Hated it as well. Yeah. You know what I hated the most is when you get on early. Sure, you get your pick of the seats. Your bags right at the bottom. You got basically a pyramid of bags. <laughs> in the bag rack. You've oh, never seen true. more bags in your life. I forgot about the bag and rack. And I used to have anxiety attacks trying to <laughs> like. All right, I got to basically sit down, and then by the time the bus starts moving from the school. I basically have to start digging my bag out to try <laughs> yeah. before I get home. It's, that's, I don't get to enjoy the ride at all. <laughs> Do you remember how big of a deal it was um, when you... Two things. One, when you forgot to press the bell for your stop oh. and it would go past your stop yeah, and you yeah. go for the next one. Yeah. But even then, even even like a primary school kid, how much anxiety was based around how soon do I leave my seat to walk to the front? Because oh, if yeah. you go too soon, you're up the front near the yellow line and the driver like, like an idiot. idiot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You got to time that just right, otherwise yeah, you yeah. risk social exclusion. I used to enjoy, and this is how lame I was as a kid. I used to enjoy the bus drivers, you know, very poorly. They would open the doors too early. I used to like getting off when the bus was moving a little. It made me feel a pretty cool risk taker. <laughs> yeah, I was my guy. You're a risk taker. I'm a guy, basically. <laughs> James Bond. Thank you. Yeah. I remember once when the bus, usually at the end of the school year, when there weren't many kids on the bus, yeah. and the driver actually drove down my little narrow street into the cul-de-sac and dropped me off at my house. Oh, that's good. That was like the greatest day of my life. That's I crazy. still remember that. I would kill for that when I was a kid. That was good. The other thing I think of, with seatbelts on buses, you know when you're young and you're in kindergarten, that always make you go three to a seat or three or four to a seat. It's a two-person seat, but if you're little, they'll make you go three to a seat. Yeah, yeah. You inevitably get to this age where you're like, I have vivid memories of being like 16 years old. They're squeezing us in three to a seat. (laughs) It's embarrassing. It's degrading. They're still doing it. (laughs) It reminds me of when, and I know you know, when you're, you know, you're always... 
one of the kids of the family. Mm. There's always a kid's table. Mm. Eventually, you get to some age where you're too old for the kid's table, mm. but the family still see you as kids, so you're always there. And I still remember this time when we were sitting there with our cousins who were like mm. six. Mm. We were probably 20. <laughs> and you're, you're sitting at this small table. <laughs> the cousins are spitting on you. They're throwing food on you. And you're just like... Kill me. Is it? I, this is ridiculous. I just completed my uni degree. Yeah, you're, just, you're a, <laughs> an accomplished professional and you're getting spat on. And To be fair, the fairy bread was fantastic that day. <laughs> that was one of the better fairy breads we've had. Do you remember when you would get on the bus and there would usually be someone that would either be sitting on the window side mm. and their bag or their feet would be on the other seat. Yes. And I was I was not a confrontational, assertive young kid. Me either. So the ask of going, can you move your bag or your feet? That was big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that took a lot of courage. Mm. And I used to do these little decision trees in my head around, if they say no. Did you say decision trees? Yeah. <laughs> Go to the corner. I was, I was drawing on the side of the window in like a John Nash style pen, trying to figure out if they say no to that, yeah. then I'm going to do this Data and that. Data diagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I, many times I would say, oh, can you just move your feet or your bag? And they would say no. And I will go, very well. Yeah. <laughs> and I will just go stand As in you wish, my good man. <laughs> yeah. I did that once when I was in, you know, I was traveling through Europe. I was getting sort of, I was probably 20, mm. feeling my independence. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's all good. I was in Manchester. Just got to Manchester, mm. which is a pretty rough city. And there's this guy with his foot across the seat. Mm. And I sort of pretty confidently went up and go, yeah, man, I'm just going to sit down. Oh, you idiot. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I nearly got killed. He, really? he was cranky. What did he say? He's like, I might swear. He's like, if off, blah, 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 or something. Really? And I was just like, so I, I, I think I just got up and went to the front. Did he actually get it off and you sat down? And then you change your mind? or? Yeah. I think, yeah he so he did really, move his feet, but he did it in protest. He, I think... I asked as I was sitting down. So he sort of was forced to almost move his leg a bit right. and wasn't happy about it. Let me know about it. Whoa. I then said, you had to sit there next to him with him abusing you. No, I got up. I'm pretty sure I got up. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Right, whatever. <laughs> I'm not... Whoa. Yeah, yeah. That was brave. That yeah. was brave. And then that's why I don't have any confidence now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember once on a similar... I was on a Europe trip as well and um, it was late at night and the, all the cabin lights were out. It was one of those overnight bus trips. Yeah, yeah. And I was, for some reason, I was wearing beige khaki trousers. I don't know why. Probably because you have bad taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Can't be at a fashionable chino. <laughs> anyway, I went to go to the bathroom and I had to do a, uh, a little bit of a wee. Yeah. And I couldn't find the light in the bathroom. Mm. So I was in the bathroom on a rickety bus and I've just gone, well, I need to, I need to go. I'm just going to go. So I was urinating into the toilet and I was hearing the sound of that metal kind of toilet that you get in public toilets. Mm. And it was like, they're making the right noises and I've gone, okay, let's just go for it. So I've just committed to it and then flushed the button and I realised, man, my pants are feeling a bit wet. Ooh. Open the door to the cabin and I got a little bit of the peering sunrise I looked down. I'd actually been urinating into the side of the bowl and it had been splashing back onto my knees. Yeah. And I had to go and then return to my seat and sit in urine-stoked pants for about six hours until I got to the journey. Yeah. The destination. That was not a good bus trip. I wouldn't have shared that. (laughs) (laughs) I would have kept that that in my special place. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's that's terrible. That's hell. Um, and there's always that moment when someone goes, "Oh, gee, something seems like piss," and you face that decision point, and yeah. you're like, oh, "Bloody animals around here, mate!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As animals. you have like your jacket over your legs or something. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I have my jacket over my legs. <laughs> oh, I just gave me chilly. That's all. <laughs> you don't need anyone to see your piss pants. No. <laughs> Piss Pants Martin, actually. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever pissed my pants from the outside in. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's always good. So what we're looking at here, just to get back on topic, we've got the... Essentially, the, the model here is it's design and cost. So we're designing them so they're safe and the cost is prohibitive to put bus um, seatbelts on every bus. And then you've got another camp saying, put seatbelts on because it gives you double safety. You've got the benefits of the bus design system and seatbelts... does save lives. Yeah. Seatbelts covers that when people aren't sitting in their seats properly. Um, it's funny because in Australia, it's really only Western Australia where it's compulsory for school buses to have seatbelts. Yeah. Yeah, only one state. You know when you're on like the coach to Sydney or something, mm. we're so accustomed to being on a bus and not wearing a seatbelt, I get a bit cranky about putting it on. Yes. Like, you know, like yeah. all right. It's the law to put the seatbelts on on a Murray's bus. I'm like, oh, yeah, bloody Wazenheimer. <laughs> yes, I'm plugging it in. I'm hating every minute of it. That is true. Yeah. But that is the other trend. Sorry. I think they're saying there's generally, I think, some policies in some states saying rural and regional buses have to be built with seatbelts from now on. We're going to phase that in in that way. Mm. But in a city location, there's still no requirement for it. Um and, you know, I'm nice. based in Canberra. Action buses are still using buses from 1964. Yes, as well. they so, are. Yeah. When we catching action buses as a kid, and how many times I would end up sitting on a seat that had a moth on the window? Oh, <laughs> always a moth. Always yeah, a yeah. moth on the window. Yeah, yeah. And I was scared of moths. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hated moths. Why was that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, that's probably bus seats. Done. Done. Um... Too expensive. (laughs) That's the other point I forgot to say, sorry. Lots of the people say the most dangerous point is actually when kids are entering and leaving the bus. So let's put some safety mechanisms in place. So some kid who's a bit stupid and decides to try and get off while the bus is still moving. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's pissed his pants. (laughs) He's getting off with a jumper over his legs while he's still walking. Evolution Evolution. suggests that they don't deserve to... (laughs) I'll leave that there. (laughs) Excellent. So that is why buses don't require seatbelts. Thank you. See you the next time. Thank you. See you next time. Bye.